Oh my gosh, you know it's so annoying? My dad's gluten-free and all I want to do is veg out and like eat carbs. And I can't because there's no gluten anywhere in this house. I'm literally eating walnuts. Also, my room is like two feet shorter because they're painting the trim in my house. So all the furniture is off the walls. So I feel like I'm living in like a dollhouse version. Your room was already small too. Yeah. I told my situationship that I was going home to sleep in a twin bed. And he was like, oh my God, how do you live? And I was like, well, I'm also 5'4". So that's its own issue. Uh, Which is a perfect segue in to today's episode, our long awaited. I feel like this is the topic that made us like start a podcast. I told myself about us. But welcome back to I Told Myself Animals About Us. I'm your host, Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And today we're talking about situationships. Uh, huge deal for the early 20s gals. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a question I had written down in my phone, but if you want, we can talk a little bit before jumping into it. But what you said also made me want to ask it. Yeah. How do you define a situationship? Oh, gosh. Okay. I think a situationship, the root definition is a romantic relationship without labels. I think at the very, very least, it is something that is undefined and therefore making it a situation. However, mm-hmm. um, in order to be truly classified as a situationship, in my opinion, it has to have some sort of weird external factor that makes it a situationship. You can't just be like talking or like starting to flirt with somebody right. and make it a situationship. And I, I wrote down some rules on my phone. So I think we can Good. get into that too, where it's like, things you can't do with your situationship and things that make it a situationship yeah no but i think it it needs to be awkward it needs to be a little like we can't talk about why we're in this situation Mm. and it needs to be something that probably pisses off your friends (laughs) i feel like that's Uh, like the third thing wait off the record when you mentioned your situationship earlier who was that See, that's why I was confused, because I didn't think that was a situation. Okay, I don't think it technically, like, is it the one that I just referenced is not technically a situation, but it kind of is. And, but we'll get into why I think it's a okay. situation, because. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, like, there isn't necessarily, like, a dead end, but, like, it's probably not going to become a relationship. Like, it can become a relationship, right. but it's not just, like, a talking stage or, like, the beginning of a relationship. Like, if no. you are, like, dating someone and... Like, that's not automatically a situationship. Like, no, there needs to be some sort of trial and tribulation. Yes. Yes. Uh, which makes them so difficult. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of a situationship label because I think relationships have so many like weird boundaries when it comes to it. And I mm-hmm. think situationships are fun because you kind of get to break all the rules with that. Again, I do have my quote unquote rules for how you should treat a situationship, but that's because it is kind of the wild, wild west of <laughs> dating. It's literally so random and so chaotic because again, this is somebody that like you have something with, but mm-hmm. there is no real, again, like you said, like longevity, like there's a very short Mm -hmm. lifespan in this situation, or at least it should be. I know people have been in like three year situationships and I think that's just its own problem, but I think it's, it's gotta be awkward. It's gotta be weird. And I do think it has to be something that make your friends go like, why the heck are you still talking to them? Like, why are we still in this phase? Like, let's try and move it one way or the other. What is the longest you'd stand for a situationship? Because, yeah, I'll see these TikToks that are like, my year-long situationship. And I'm like, you Mm. dumb. And then I'm like, okay, but, like, that could easily be me. (laughs) I think that's the other thing is I think this is going to be a really good episode because, like, you're romantic in relationships and I'm a... 
or it's a word that like we don't have to like squeak out you're a romantic and i'm a player yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, a little more spicy when it comes to my situationships yeah um and so i think this will be this will be a good balance but this is our magnus opum is that what it's called (laughs) yeah this is our yin to our yang when it comes to dating is we're just very different which is funny because like you're my go-to person for dating advice maybe because like then I can get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, even though we like make such different choices, I'm always like, nope, please call me right now. <laughs> I also just live for the drama. I think that's the other mm-hmm. thing where I'm like, I will constantly eat it up. But yeah. oh, oh, I was the time thing. Okay. I think the longest I could last in a situation really depends on where I'm at personally, because this mm-hmm. earlier this year, I was a newly single gal and I was ready for every kind of situation. Oh, we both like, were. Yeah, just really like let loose, let it happen, whatever happens, happens, sort of no rules. Because also, you know, we were about to graduate and that also I think adds that's that was the X factor in all yes. of our dynamics was that it was like oh well there's a deadline involved here so it has to just kind of be random and there can't be a label and we can't plan for anything and i think that's what makes it fun so it's funny the the deadline made mine kind of fun that's what i'm saying is like it kind of like spices it up because like anytime someone would ask me like i remember one time i was like in the library with him and i like messaged this girl because i saw her across the library and i was like "Ooh, i like see that like sounds weird but i would yeah. It was, it like made sense that I was like, I see you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, are you guys dating? And I was like, for 13 days. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what? Yeah. For this determined period of time. Absolutely. After that. No, no. Okay. So when we're talking situationships, who is the perfect like partner in Candidate? a situationship? Yeah. Um, you both have to be very communicative. Mm. You also have to have like similar behavior. Like we couldn't do a situation because like, yeah, because like I'm the romantic and whatever. So like it works well if you both like have similar habits in relationships, but that does. And this is where the communication comes in. It it gets messy because for a while I was like, no, this is a real relationship. And I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, And it was just like, it was like proximity and like the things that we do together, which like does go into like, what are your boundaries for situationships, which like, is I think it has it, like you there's no like rule book for that like it is so different for everyone like I saw this TikTok this girl was like these are all the things that you should never do with a situationship and everyone in the comments is like I did all these things and I'm like yeah because for some of us it made sense so like let's not <laughs> like <laughs> I do think as again the player in her situationships I think there are some rules of detachment that you have to engage in because you can't like get too committed to it because that's where the downfall is is when you do play it like a relationship and then you get caught up but I agree I think you do need to be like the same kind of person because otherwise you are just getting played I see too often where girls will be like oh yeah like it's okay if we're not dating ha 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 and then they wait around for a really long time in hopes it's kind of like guys who are stuck in the friend zone you know where they're like oh if I just like am available all the time like maybe one day he'll decide that he likes me spoiler girly he probably won't (laughs) he probably won't and that's okay that's totally fine but the question is what do you do about it right because then you get to engage in the game too you know like if you're just stuck there get some fun out of it this is when I get to tell the audience that multiple people said that August by Taylor Swift reminds them of me. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you really did get Augusted. 
I've been augusted by so many. Okay, not so, okay. Well, okay. When that song <laughs> came out, I had just been August. Well, not just. I well, that's another thing is I think you can retroactively call something a situationship that wasn't a situationship at the time. Right. Um like this other thing I'm referencing, it's like we were never together in any capacity, like never had any physical contact, but yeah. the romantic things were messy enough that in retrospect that was a situationship but i definitely like could not have called it that at the time like i couldn't have like in that time told my friends oh my situationship because like that right. is not what was happening no it's kind of like when you talk to somebody so for so long they get to become your ex even though you guys never really yeah. dated or like put a label on it like it's yeah. just the, like that's just what they get to be retroactively so do you think a situationship has to be romantic in some capacity like do you think you can have a purely physical situationship no i feel like that's just like the person you're hooking up with like i think what makes it like yeah because the root of it is relationship and i think like it's that because it crosses that line into will they won't they romantic because i think otherwise it's like this person that you're hooking up with or like this friends with benefits or whatever mm-hmm. um but i think what makes it a situationship is like oh we like each other and we're doing all these things together that look like a relationship but like we can't be in a relationship right who do you think is the worst candidate for a situationship me <laughs> No, absolutely. No, no, honestly, like anyone who, I mean, obviously, like any form of immaturity would be bad for any sort of relation to anyone. But like all that aside, like someone who's going to, and like this is just my bias. Someone who's going to sit there and wait by the phone. No, no, don't do it. If you're thinking about it and you're like me, spare yourself, please. And this is like no, no tea on any other person. Like this is just, and it's not like I'd like regret anything or I'd take anything back, but I'm like, oh, for my own personal peace, like. <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing, this kind of goes back to what you were saying about like a situationship has to be romantic. I think it can be like an unrequited situationship as well. Yeah. The other yeah. person is not entirely aware of their participation because I think about that like I will fall in love with guys from afar and like create a situationship and they're like what are you doing like who are you I literally don't care and I'm like haha like we're in love so that's when the romantic in me comes out is when nobody likes me okay so what are your personal boundaries for your situationships <laughs> the first thing I wrote down is don't cook breakfast together I am somebody like <laughs> the morning Oops is a sacred time in relationships yeah. and i think if you sleep in their bed first of all whoa brave very brave i fall in love with anybody i sleep in their bed and that i've learned that the hard way um and so i would say do not cook breakfast together because that is the epitome of romance and like longevity yeah. you can't cook breakfast with somebody and not be like oh imagine like once we're married and we have kids running around in this you know like that is yeah. just like the hallmark in the making um the other thing wait let me pull up my list you cannot oh my gosh sorry one of my our friends sent me an album to listen to and it's terrible and i was writing down what notes. is it <laughs> i don't know i'll have to send you the link but it's really bad <laughs> Um, okay, you can't change their name in your phone. It has to be the no, full no, no, legal no, no, name no, no. or yeah. it has to be like first name and dating platform that you met them on. Like you cannot yeah. make it like anything cute, no emojis, no profile picture, like no sort of romance. Oops. Okay. Um, 
Something that I wrote down is must go on at least two real dates for it to be a situationship. Otherwise, it's a bad booty call. I think that's if that's like a stranger. I think if you're a friend to situationship, you're allowed to kind of like muddle those lines. But if you're it's somebody that you like just met and then are only hooking up with, like that's that's not a situationship. You're just like you have to do some sort of like there has to be some sort of percentage of like stuff that you do that resembles a relationship. Exactly. Um. Oh, my third thing the roster stays loaded (laughs) you cannot clear all your bases that's something i think this is the biggest mistake a person can make when getting into a situationship is losing all other opportunities some of us are bad at juggling i know i know and that's okay but like keep them on the close friends keep them on the private snap like don't just don't shut that door you don't have to like actively engage with all the others who are in you know your your circle i'm not gonna lie i took I took my ex situation off my close friends. And then the, over the weekend, I was like, shouldn't have done that. I have to add them back. I know, because that's worse. No, when but that's to, so like, awkward. Back. That's why I kept them on for so long, because I'm right. like, well, it's going to be more awkward. And no, there were times over the summer where I like was like angry and then would take them off. And then like 24 hours later, add them back on. And I was like, nobody noticed that. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, it's been too long. I had an unrequited work crush like the summer after freshman year and he's still yes. on all my close friends list he's still on all my private snaps like this i think he deserves it wants nothing to do with me but he is still there and he's hanging out because just in case sometimes he swipes up sometimes he remi- reminds me that he's there sometimes i remind him that i'm there like there's a little like hey but it's literally never gone anywhere past that well, that's oh my thing. gosh mm-hmm. one of my situationships blocked me did i tell <gasps> you that no it was Wait, he okay, I didn't think he was that significant. Me. I mean, like, it was, he was a tis the damn season. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, no, yeah, 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 wait. Oh, that's a big deal. Yeah, he blocked me, starting with Twitter. It's always Twitter. Did you, no, you, you've you been off Twitter, but I tweeted this the other day, like, the first social media that exes always unfollow me on is Twitter, because I'm like, you know that that's my neck of the woods. Like, you stay out of there. Right. No, like, I think that's I will real. be all over your timeline. Like, get out. Right. When I made my Twitter circle, I had to promise myself, like, it was going to be, like, a horny free zone. Like, mm-hmm. no situationships, no crushes, no exes. Like, no men are on my Twitter circle, just so I can be free of the expectation of like that Twitter circle is closer than close friends. It is really just for the Mine's insanity. Not. Yeah. See, my, okay. my close friends is my insanity, um, which is why a lot of times I'll keep men on there longer than I should, because I'm like, you deserve to be punished. <laughs> so you just this have to see this now. Is your purgatory. Yeah, exactly. Is it, which one can you remove yourself from? You can remove yourself from Snapchat snapchats right but not close friends which we've grown up so that's that's not we're not using that anymore <laughs> i mean uh, like we are but like not sto- well no well I mean, how many people are on your i have the one story i use is like 13 people okay wait let me check because mine is like really unhinged like i have way too many people i have 47 people on my most oh well see oh, wait, wait, wait. so what i mean when i say i don't use snap anymore is that like so for those of you who don't know, I have this spreadsheet of every time I cry this year and it's color-coded by how hard I cry. Mm-hmm. And I used to be able to, like, if I needed to catch up on it, I would just go through my Snapchat, like, archive yeah. or whatever. And it would, either I would document the cry or I would remember the situ- like the circumstances of that day enough that I would know when I cried. And this month I was trying to, like, retroactively add stuff. And there's, like, three stories. And I just... It sucked. So maybe I should start 
don't know. I'm not going to use Snapchat again. Yeah, I like told myself I'd wean myself off Snapchat after graduation and I haven't added anybody new to my Snapchat. Yeah. Like now yeah. it's just closed. Like nobody else gets to join. But I do think it has its moments where it's like, it's not yeah. for Instagram. Yeah. It's for Snapchat. So it's all about knowing your audience. Yeah. Remember when fleets were a thing? Like the. Yes. Uh, that was a scary time. It was one of the worst times in the whole wide world. Yeah. And now Elon. Ugh, I can't talk. Mm. Okay. What are your boundaries? You don't have boundaries. In I don't. I really don't. <laughs> That's the problem. Okay. What are things, what do you think are like the cardinal rules though of a situation ship? Like what things can you not do? Um, like, are you allowed to kiss other people when you're in a situation? No, no. Or I don't. I, well, I'm also just like a serial, like, I don't, I just like, don't, I'm not a casual kisser. Like the one time I casually kissed was after those margaritas before the wedding in Texas. That was Mm -hmm. the only time um so i'm i'm just like in any situation i'm just like stingy about my kisses um so i'm not the person to ask about that but i I agree okay i'll say i'll say this i would say in general you are allowed to but like you should probably also make it clear that you guys are seeing other people Mm, i think that is the big thing is like the communication levels where it's like yeah if you both know that you're not exclusive, like that needs to be a conversation. But I also think the rules of a situationship is that it is not exclusive because it's a situation. Like you don't have the label. But it's a ship. Yeah, but that it, that's the situation part is that you are not dating. I th- okay, you know what? Here's because I think like my one uh like defined situationship, we both like are serial monogamous, so that's probably why. Yeah, that's also part of the issue okay i would say kiss other people but you shouldn't be situation shipping multiple people people. yeah yeah like i think you can be casual like very very casual with other people because i think the goal of a situation ship is to escape right at the end there's got to be a break there's got to be a a change there's got to be something that like triggers it and if that's seeing somebody else like i think you should be allowed to find that because situationship breakups are way worse than regular. Oh, they're breakups. so much worse. I saw someone on TikTok say that their situationship breakup hurt more than their divorce. No, literally, because there's no closure there's, in it. Yeah. And so yeah. I like I still think about all my situationships. If any of them texted me right now, I'd text yeah. them back, you know? Like No, that's the thing. Okay, I'm also like so I'm like, what if he listens to this? But you know what? If if you're still listening, hi. And if you're waiting for me to shit talk you, I'm not going to because I have nothing to shit talk right now. <laughs> Anyways. Um No, but I was like fine. And then um I like saw him a few days ago and I was like, dang. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. It's and that's all I'll say for now. Yeah. No, my situation literally called me and I was like, yes, we can talk for the next hour and a half about our lives. And I will tell you that I want to see you again. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so bad. Oh, okay. So the reason my current dynamic is a situation ship is because I've decided, oh, I have to hide him from my story. I don't want a relationship until January because I will okay. not start dating somebody in the middle of the holidays. 
Yeah, like, okay, that's true. Deep into holiday season. Also, for all of you listening, you're not in love. It's just Christmas time, and you want somebody to wear matching pajamas. Okay. With. Side note: Do men have some sort of radar? Because men always flock to me during trauma season. Um. Yes, they do know when you're most vulnerable. Like they can <sighs> smell it. They know. They know when your walls are down. Men love to be needed, but as soon as you actually need them and it's not some need they've projected onto you, they're out the door. Oh my gosh, when they can't play knight in shining armor and they actually have to accommodate you when it's hard or when they are not good and you have to tell them that they're bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes them literally scream. And when men say that they want to be friends, they don't actually mean that they want to be friends they just mean that they want to hold you close enough that if they need you you are there but far enough that if you need them they are not there absolutely no if a man dates you and says he wants to stay friends it means he doesn't want to feel like the bad guy and it means he doesn't want to lose that emotional intimacy because it's so hard for some men some men are good some men can be friends and they do care about you as a real person however if it's your ex, it's probably not the case. It usually takes a lot more time to, and like a lot of, like, it takes like a period of separation. To it do takes that. unlearning. Yeah. And just seeing each other as people. Yeah. That was something. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> something with my most recent ex. Oh gosh. I don't know if I'll keep <clears throat> this in, but I literally sat down with like my maternal figure at my school and I was like, oh Yeah. I don't know if he actually cares about me enough to be my friend after this. Like, I'm so worried. Like, I know that, like, as soon as we graduate, like, that will be the time to tell whether or not he actually cared about me, like, a real person, or if I was just somebody that he dated. And mind you, like, I wasn't always very nice to him. So, like, there is that dynamic in there where, like, I am a terrible, terrible, crazy ex-girlfriend. However, you know, sometimes it speaks for themselves where it's like, oh. They made it pretty clear that we weren't actually friends. We were just people who were kissing. Oh my god, my my most recent ex literally said to me, "Oh, but we weren't actually that good of friends beforehand, anyway." Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh, my yeah. ex said all we were were friends who kissed. <laughs> Remember that? Oh my god! Yeah, I have trauma. So, <sighs> how long do you think you should keep the door open for a situation? Because we both mentioned. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. Like, like should situationships? Die? I need someone to straight up say this is not going to happen. And even then, I might keep the door open a little bit longer. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. I My think- thing is that here. Here's the thing: is I, unless you've committed an actual crime. I generally don't really see a reason to not be friendly afterwards. Um, So like my first ex, we were friends for a bit. I mean, like it took a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. but we were friends for a bit. Um, And then I just like lost interest once he joined the military. And then what made me like end things, like like stop any sort of contact was he became a sex offender. Um, so that's what I mean by committing a crime. And then after that, like, they just like, haven't wanted anything to do, like to do with me, which has made me sad because I'm like, there was nothing wrong. Like, I totally could have been your friend. I could have behaved myself. And also like, I tend to date people that I'm friends with. So I'm like, for the sake of the friend group, like, I'd love to be like, still be friends and still preserve all the things that we used to do together. That was fun. Yeah um so like usually if the door is closed it is because they want the door closed Mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah for me I very rarely date my friends 
like that is the exception to the rule because mm-hmm. where my romantic kicks in is where it's like wow fun new exciting like I love mm-hmm. the potential of relationships and I also think I have a bad habit of like showing all my guy friends how terrible I am mm-hmm. <laughs> and like just being very open about like where I'm problematic and then they're like literally why would we fall in love with you Ashley and I'm like mm-hmm. so true but um yeah and so a lot of the times I think it's better to just go back to we didn't know each other you know like let's just transition back which I think is a good segue how how do we find closure post situationship or like how do you how do you move on when it is not a breakup it's just the end I've never heard silence quite this loud. <laughs> um, I don't know. Closure's always been very hard for me. Like, I I find it very hard to find closure within myself. Um, and, like, it, it's even gotten to the point where I'm, like, recently I've had to close the door on someone, like, for very serious reasons. And even then, like, even after all that they did to me, I was still like, oh, I feel bad that I'm not giving them closure. And I'm like, Why? why yeah and like I got sad today because I like finally removed them as a follower which I should have done earlier but I was like why am I sad about that so I don't know closure is really for me I just you have to find other outlets like if that's like like for me that's writing like for other people that's like music or or like going to the gym or I don't know I could never understand that yeah you just have to channel that energy elsewhere and like the thing is I as much as I hate this notion like at the end of the day like time will heal even if it's a lot of time and it yeah it's I think you also have to like remember like when you've gotten through things in the past like like even though it might feel like this is going to last forever like you know like you got over the last thing and, and whether that's like a romantic thing or not like you've always gotten over things eventually right yeah I think that's a really big one for me is just seeing things for what they were I think sometimes you like to romanticize the past or again, like I'm somebody who falls in love with potential and people like I love to ask the question of what if. And so I think looking back and saying, no, this is what it was. Like, it's not what it could have been. It's not where you could have gone together. It's more about the relationship that you did have and the lack thereof too, where this was someone who didn't commit to you. This is someone for whatever reason, like you both just weren't compatible for that time or that space and so acknowledging that I'm somebody this is gross when I'm really in love with somebody I write them letters and so Mm -hmm. I just have like all these different letters in my school issued google docs which I meant and sometimes you have to say goodbye like you have to write them like the I really don't like you in this moment or Mm -hmm. like this is how I'm moving on from you and things like that so I yeah I think it is about finding it within yourself because you can't ask a situation for closure again I think that's something that like makes this so complicated is like you're not obligated to each other in the ways that traditionally you would be where it's like you are owed you know a solid breakup over the phone or face to face or something like that or you are owed your things back like a situation you can kind of break and bend those rules and so I think it makes it just a little trickier the way I asked for a book back and got ignored I'm just glad you got your stuffed animal back I was oh my god oh my god worried yeah yeah like when (laughs) I learned that you had been separated from Seth over the summer I was like oh god 
Yeah, I Seth has been through so much. Yeah. Like situationships, like there's just at the end of the, of the day, there's like certain things that you can like say to feign closure, but like don't actually help. Like, oh, like keep in touch or like, I don't want to say anything too exposing. <laughs> or like, um, yeah, or like don't be a stranger. Um, Alexa plays Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, but like it's at the end of the day, like those don't really fix anything. Right. Whether they hold true or not, like even even if like they are responsive every time you reach out, like it's there's still that lingering like why 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 did it have to be that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we have to wrap up because I'm not editing another hour long podcast. Okay. Uh, stuffed animal moment of the week. Um. Well, since the last time we recorded, Build a Bear Eeyore has joined us. Yay! Um, so we've decided um, that my like OG Eeyore, his he is um, in the Trinity. He is the son because mm. he suffers the most, and his favorite Taylor Swift album is Evermore. Uh, oh, Weighted yeah. Eeyore is the father because he just like has fatherly vibes, and his favorite Taylor Swift album is 1989. I think mm-hmm. is that what was decided? I don't remember honestly. It might have been Fearless. I'll ask him later. Um, and Build a, Be- Build a Bear Eeyore is the Holy Spirit, because he's the only one who can talk. And uh, that is also why his favorite Taylor Swift album is Speak Now. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to get Oliver to talk the other day when I was introducing him to a friend and literally could not for the life of me get it to talk. And I was like, what does this mean that Oliver no longer tells me he loves me? <laughs> like, What do I do now? But I, I figured it out. It was just kind of like twisted. But I was yeah. so petrified in that moment um pop culture two things i wrote down okay. we are going to the heiress tour Woo! we got our tickets um did you see that only two percent you have like a two percent chance of getting tickets to eras wow i'm in the mind which is so like harvard has a five percent acceptance rate <gasps> oh my gosh we're more exclusive than the ivy leagues yeah um and then uh, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde officially broke up. Thank I texted God. you about this today. I did not think that was two years. It only felt like five months to me. I know. But that movie had been going on for like a long time. That's true. I think that's the one thing we forget about movies is like it takes forever. Yeah, because they, they wrapped up like, I want to say like 2020, maybe 2021. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. I don't know. I I hope that people are like nicer to his next partner. <laughs> I don't think they will. And I think that's why Harry keeps his yeah. relationship so private yeah. is because it's in his best interest to just like yeah. leave that. Remember like Larry. Oh my God. So no I think, Larry. <laughs> no Larry, please. Um, I have gotten off TikTok and Twitter, so I don't even know what's happening in the pop. So what do you fill your time with these days? I've been wondering. Okay, so I do watch Instagram Reels, which is probably but it's a lot of like home decor and cooking videos. So that's what I watch on TikTok too. Yeah. No, I was getting like weird things on TikTok. So this is probably better for me. Um, I do I'm in some different Facebook groups that are so funny. There's this one, it's called Are We Dating the Same Guy? Yeah, yeah. And I just read all these, like, terrible dating stories and, like, people talking about their exes or, like, things like that. So I've been – that's kind of, like, my binge content. But honestly, 
I just turn off my phone sometimes. I go to bed and I don't do anything. I've been trying to like be a better news consumer too. Like I was reading my little morning newsletters like in the morning and taking time to like brew my coffee and like not do anything. So I don't know. I'm trying to be like a full grown adult, but I do feel really disengaged, but I also don't want to get back. I think if I was going to reinstall anything, it'd be Twitter. But now with this Mm -hmm. whole like Elon Musk drama, I don't want to, like, I don't want to support those systems. I literally started writing Twitter drafts in my notes app. Are you ready for this? I was on the plane and I wrote about making a newsletter where I put all my tweets instead of tweeting. That'd be so fun. I would subscribe to that. Thank you. Who knew the key to being that girl was to get off of TikTok. I know. Isn't that crazy? Because I just, like, I don't mindless. I think that's the one thing is I no longer mindlessly consume strangers content. Like I don't mind like being on Facebook or Instagram and seeing my friends content. Mm -hmm. But I think for so long, I've just been consuming things for the sake of like watching it. And I think this is a little better for me, but we'll see how long it lasts. I'm like a month sober on TikTok and three weeks clean on twitter mm-hmm. i do go on twitter on my work computer though yeah like, during the day so i'm not entirely free yet but we'll see okay parting words no that was a great parting word you might have to say a little louder though for the people in the back <laughs> it keeps like cutting you out like it's background noise uh. <laughs> yeah that's good ah <laughs> okay. okay bye <laughs>